Hi, my name is Patty, and welcome to 30-ish Going On 13. This podcast is my personal journal where I rant, rave, and ramble about my dating experience in Singapore as a 30-ish year old woman with the mental and emotional capacity of a 13-year-old girl. In each episode, you can expect possibly vague details about my date, no matter how far and few in between they are, unorganized thoughts on relationship articles I happen to read or tweet, and hopefully more helpful chats with folks from my amazing support system whom I've sought wisdom from. Thanks again for joining me, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining me again today. This episode took a while to record just because things have been a little nuts overall. I had initially wanted to record with my friend, Melanie, but then we couldn't get our schedule straight. And then suddenly, a guest sort of fell into my lap of sorts, and you'll hear more about that later. But for now, I just wanted to give you guys, I guess, a recap of the month. I had initially gone out with someone straight out of my Tinder or my dating app hiatus back in December, and it was okay. Uh, We had a good first date. We hit it off, and then he had to go home for the holidays, and then kind of not really kept in touch, and then it just all sort of kind of fizzled out in 2018 because I was a little more sure about what I wanted. Whereas when I first met him in December, I was just like fresh from break. I was like, whatever. Anyway, it was a lot more complicated when we weren't together. Or at least when I wasn't seeing him on dates. And I didn't think anything would happen from it. But somehow, I saw him again in February. And then I had my Valentine's Day meltdown. And then nothing again. And then I see him again in March. And... I don't know, I actually kind of recorded a bit about him in February, but as soon as I did that, I heard from him. And then we went out in March, and I don't know, I have this policy of maybe, not really a policy, but I have this practice of kind of only talking about things when they're over. I don't know. And so I thought that giving him that next chance in March this this month would mean that it was still going on. But after that, I'm not quite sure. And so... I'm talking about it in a sense. So there was three dates with one guy and I gave it a shot and maybe it was just a little too difficult to keep up. It was good chemistry in real life, but we aren't unfortunately together all the time and communication was difficult, or at least I perceived it to be difficult and just a little too hard. I know nothing is easy, but that just felt a little too damn hard. No regrets. It was fun. While it was fun. Until it wasn't. And so quarter one ends with me maybe not exactly getting what I wanted out of this. Did I think this journey would take three months? Hell no. I sure didn't know what to expect. But lots of learning this past three months. And I want to thank everyone who's been listening and who's been cheering me on. And let's hope for a more positive quarter too and just generally good vibes
today's episode is a little strange because late or more like almost a year ago around May I was on an app called coffee meets bagel where I had previously met the guy that I was I don't know what with before in 2016 and so I was like okay that didn't end well that ended with me in a not great place. I was like, why am I using this app again? I used the app and anyway, I matched with this person uh, who seemed normal. And upon... Uh, <laughs> and upon normal. normal. And upon conversing with him, he was quite upfront about not wanting anything. And so I was like, all right, all right, I could do that. In my head, of course. Long story short, of course I couldn't, but it was a great learning experience nevertheless. Uh, his name is... Should we, should we hide you behind an alias? You can hide me if you want. Do you want to be hidden? <laughs> Not that anyone's going to hear this except Not yet. my maybe, five listeners. Maybe when you blow up. Maybe like when I blow up. When it's super popular and there's like millions of viewers and they'll be like, oh, that guy, I mean, that guy. Yeah, that guy. So that guy... Um, yeah, we that actually, guy. Yeah, we actually bonded, I'd like to think, because I was encouraging him. Super quickly. We bonded super quickly. We bonded super quickly, but also, I think that for me, a turning point for me was that he mentioned that he was interested in blogging, and I'm like, what? This is my jam. And so I think I, I was encouraging of this project of his, and from there, we at least had a common kind of interest, because... It, I felt like I was helping him out, or at least guiding him in his new passion project. So, uh, yeah. And because of that passion project, we, we, we lost touch after I ended things. And what thing it was, we don't know. Maybe you'll find out today. <laughs> um, but we kept in touch because I surreptitiously followed him on Instagram when he went on vacation one day. And as, of course, a way for me to keep tabs on him and just see what he was up to. Because, you know, social media, it's, it's, it's useful. It's and we, we, it, It's addictive. We kind of kept in touch through there after, even if I tried to purposefully stay away from my sanity. And he found the blog, and he found the podcast, which I never quite mentioned to him explicitly, but he knew about, and he was encouraging me to do. And so it's so full circle that I am sitting across him with a mic after not having seen him for... Over a year, a year. Seven months? Seven months, I don't know. Ish? It's been a long seven months for me. It's, it's, it's been quite long, but yeah. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> what an intro. What up? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's totally crazy because I feel like... I feel like even though you were still on your blogging, whatever, like you'd mentioned to me that you wanted to next level that. And yeah. You were like, you kind of indicated that you were like, yeah, I want to, and I'm not really sure. And you'd kind of already picked the path. You already knew what the next step was, but for some reason you were a bit hesitant. So I felt like I just kept pushing you a little bit. Yeah. Like in a, in a I felt like I was trying to be a bit of a supportive way. It was. And I just kept... Kept checking, like, mm, nothing's happened, nothing's happened. And then one day, like, I was like, oh, it's there. 
Yeah. And I was like super stoked for you because I was like, yeah, finally it's happened. And then I found out that you have a podcast and I was like, damn. Yeah, we talked about it briefly, I think. And you asked me what I wanted it to be about. And you were like, just say it. And I'm like, I can't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is what it's going to be about. So yeah, that was, uh, I want to thank you for encouraging me because it was, I mean, at the back of my head, those sporadic messages you'd send about, the domain not being purchased yet. Was yeah, and and to be honest, like I know that you maybe thought of it as a bit of a joke, but I was totally going to buy the domain name <laughs> and just like ransom it to you, <laughs> and the ransom was going to be that you just start doing it. I did it. So yeah, twenty eighteen me. Twenty eighteen would exactly. Look at us, passion projects. Yeah. And now he's so the embarrassing thing about this is that I created this. I started the podcast as a catharsis from my confusion over dating in Singapore <laughs> and <laughs> and then Mike tells me he's listened to all the episodes and has given me quite constructive feedback on every single one and so I was like you know what you're coming on the podcast yeah. and this is super strange but yeah, I guess bit. I hope you find catharsis from it as well from whatever bullshit you're going through yeah totally so like it was kind of weird because I listened to the first episode and I was like Production could use like a little bit of a tweak. Like the song. <laughs> oh, I'm really, so sorry. The song's like super awesome, but actually no. Like take a step back. This is awesome. The podcast is like it's a full episode. It's 40 minutes. It was not like boring, and I wanted to turn it off. It was kind of engaging. And I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. Like I, I respect that a lot. And then the second one came out, and then the third one, and I was like, oh, man. And like, now you're gonna be on the fourth one. And like, and now here we are. But like, I felt like. It felt like since since I saw you last, I guess we've kind of been on a similar journey and such. Like, I mean, you've been a little bit more full on with it and... Excuse me, um, I, I'm here to plug Iron Mike's uh, blog, <laughs> ironmikemusing.com, um, because he actually started this entire snowball that I was like, okay, I'm getting my domain too. I got jealous. I was like, damn it, he wanted one? We were just talking about it, and then the next time I saw him, he had one. He had outlines for articles and entries, and I was like, wow, that was fast. I am still stuck in live journal. So, quite the impetus. Yeah, totally. And I mean, my blog would not have started without the help that I got from you, so thank nah, you. Nah, you started it already, but you're welcome. No, but totally. Like, I was just thinking about it. It was just a brainstorming, and you were just like, yeah, 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 this and that. You could do this, you could do that. And, like, and I was just like, wow, this maybe this is really possible. And it then, is. And, and look at you now. Fast forward six months, I don't know, I have like a weekly viewing of like 100 people, so... That is really good. So look, like, at, look at those stats. Man, 100 people, but I'm like, you know, like, this is pretty crazy. Oh, yes. And I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't have been able to do it without like the guidance that I got from you like super early on. You got it. You got this. Well, yeah. you're, you're welcome. High five. Yeah, and oh, wait, wait, what? So, of course, I'm drinking as well, and Mike doesn't drink, but cheers. That's champagne, bitches. That's right. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> I put a profanity warning. I haven't heard the profanity warning yet. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm back and I didn't die of choking, so that's good. Uh, But yeah, so cool. That's Mike and he's on the pod and it's still a bit surreal for me to see him again and speak quite freely about this so yay snaps for 2018 yeah totally it's yeah. a bit weird so uh he gave me 
Mike is quite the uh, supporter and gave me actual really good notes on topics that I could cover and just like things that I could think about. And I did give a think about it to the point where I realized, oh, I haven't thought about any of this. <laughs> and I think one of the points he mentioned was that dating in Singapore. So Mike is Australian and had lived in Australia and Longer. elsewhere. Bit of time in America as well, so... So he's been everywhere. Been everywhere, but... More, a lot more places than I have been. And he's dated in all these places? More or less, yeah. Depends on what he defines dating as, but we'll get to that later. It's an interesting point. <laughs> so I just wanted to, like he mentioned to me over messaging, what, how dating in Singapore was just a little... Unknown? Unknown, like, yeah. It's an unknown quantity. Tell me more about that. Why is it, how is it different from dating elsewhere? So like in Australia, when you enter the realm of dating, I mean, would you call it dating or would you call it seeing somebody? Or would you call it like hanging out? Ooh, okay. Like where, where does the line go from like a friendship to like something intimate or like sleeping with each other to then maybe being exclusive? Like in Singapore, I have no idea how that works, but in Australia, you grow up with everybody, like you, you see how other people are doing and you have like all friends around you. So it feels really natural and it feels really progressive. And you may put a label on it and say like, oh, we're just like, she's just someone I know. And your friends would be like, oh yeah. Uh, you, we know, you oh, know yeah. her well. We know, we know, you know. And it's just really, I don't know what the right word is, but like you understand it, like it's inherently understandable but that's because that's the culture you grew up in yeah totally yeah. so like the culture here and also the the difference between like the australian culture and especially in asia like i've grown up with asian friends but the culture here is completely different so in a sense that like the landscape is different the respect systems the values like everything is just different so like everything is an exploration so like if i say that i if I say that I like someone, does that mean like, oh, wow, she's going to think that we're going to get married one day? Or like, if I say like, oh, I'm just seeing, like, we'll just, you know, go out, we'll hang out. Okay, okay. You know, what does that mean? Like, hang out. What are we hanging out? Like, we're hanging out or like, we're going to go for dinner. Does that mean that like we're on a date or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in Australia, you might have the same sort of thoughts, but you're just like, whatever, like, so, would you say that Australians give zero fucks about labels? I mean, they'd be less inclined to label something, more inclined to downplay something. Ah, so downplaying is the name of the game there. I mean, not the name of the game, but like, if you're just like, oh yeah, like, if you go to, if you go to a friend's barbecue, for instance, and you take along like a friend. No one will suspect or care. I mean, people will, people will suspect. People but? People won't say anything, though. They'll just be, like, pleasant. They'll be kind. They'll As be opposed nice. to how barbecues would be here? I don't know. I don't really go to many barbecues. <laughs> but but here, like, I feel like all of my friends would be like, oh, who's that? And, like, what's going on there? Like, are you guys seeing each other? Or, like, are you guys dating? Or So whatever. they would ask you to your face or they would gossip behind your back? Uh, both. Okay. And in Australia, none of that. I happen. mean, they would just... They would just give you shit later, after the fact. Like, okay, so you, you barbecue one... on Saturday, on Tuesday, they'd be like, haha, yeah, is that your new girlfriend, whatever. And so you prefer a delayed bullshitting? Yeah, because then, okay. like, you don't have to confront that label. Maybe because we're on a different time zone. I don't know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, totally, yeah. On the... <laughs> it's a time difference, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But so then, like, the progression in Australia is either, like, you're seeing someone and then 
you keep seeing them or like you kind of just see them a bit less often mm-hmm. and then like it's really kind of you kind of understand if it's going to go somewhere you don't need to have a conversation until such time as you're exclusive or maybe you're going to move in together mm-hmm. then you have a conversation like oh hey how serious is this like so would you say the girls in australia between the time of you seeing them seeing multiple them to just seeing one them there is absolutely zero conversation about what it is that goes on no there is a conversation okay but the conversation isn't direct and it's not like malleable it's not something that you say it doesn't like, put pressure yeah like hey are you seeing someone else maybe they'll ask you like after you sleep with them or like you're lying in bed you feel super comfortable they're like oh so are you seeing anyone and you either be like yeah, I'm still seeing other people, or no, I'm not. And then from that, you'd be like, okay, well, you understand that we just moved to the next level, or maybe I'll never see you again. Yeah. And it's like, it just feels like a more natural thing. Whereas here, I have no idea. It's like completely... Could you assume it would be the same? I mean, I've never really gotten to a point where I've had that conversation with anyone. Oh, interesting. But you've been in a relationship while you were in Singapore. Yeah, totally. But okay. that went from zero to a thousand, like, so quick. Oh. That went from, like, oh, uh, yeah, cool, let's hang out, to, okay, we're moving in together. Ah, all right. So would you say that would be an aberration to the cultural norm or what you had expected as a situation in Singapore? I have no idea. Yeah, I have, I have yeah. no basis to reference, like... The reference points I have are, like, two reference points. Okay. And would you say... I, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out... So you, that's what you mentioned as being dating in Australia. But you have dated in Singapore. I mean, like, dated. Oh, goodness. All right. So, okay. Well, then, it's just difficult for me to grasp. I mean, I understand how dating is in other countries. And, I mean, I don't understand it from a first-person perspective. But I've heard friends and... I'm hearing accounts from yourself as well. I think it's just more of, it's interesting coming from a male point of view who is also an expatriate to Singapore who's had some, I mean, I I assumed you had some success with quote-unquote dating or whatever that was, uh, a relationship, right? Yeah, so like, it's weird. So, I mean, I've been on Tinder, I've been on Bumble, I've been on Coffee Meets Bagels, I've been on like... Nice seeing you there. Yeah. Nice seeing you on all platforms. And actually, like, it's kind of funny because one way that I was able to reach out to you again is because we, like... We matched. We matched again. I was like, yeah, of course. Of course I'd match because, like, why not? Because, yeah, I know. So I was... That's funny. So I... After... We, I had ended things, I took a break from all the dating apps. Yeah. And I installed it. So I was training for my half marathon, and when I finished that, literally as I finished the cross, I, I crossed the finish line, I'm like, installing it! Was that like your reward? That was my, okay, you focused on this thing, yeah, kind of like in a reward, but also like I felt like I was in a better mental space. Right. So I installed it, and I'm like, okay, swipe, 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 and then I'm having, I'm at my sister-in-law's house, we're watching Netflix, yeah. and I get the notification, I see you, and I'm like, oh! Interesting, right? <laughs> of course, because it's like, hello, I see you. Yeah, totally, right. And we're watching TV, and it says, you, you have a new match. And I open it, and it was you. I'm like, look. And so we, we kind of had a laugh about it, but also, like, I, I like to think that it's a testament of how things, I hope, were okay. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, like, if things weren't okay, it totally wouldn't have matched. Like, I would have yeah. just been like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, who's this bitch? Yeah. Like, I'd this been asshole. Like, like, I would have been like, ugh, get away from me. But, no, like, totally. And the way things ended with us, I mean, we haven't really gone there. Have we? What? About what happened. No. No, we haven't. We haven't even gone there. Right. So what happened? How did it happen? So we matched on Coffee Meets Bagel, as you mentioned. And we bonded really quickly. Super quick. And I was like, I remember we had coffee and you were like, oh, that's kind of a bit weird having coffee in the, in the morning or like <laughs> at midday. And, I, and, and this is the thing, like, I totally don't know what the landscape is for dating here. So I was like, I don't know. I mean, coffee after a bike ride for me just seems like the normal thing to do. And you're like, oh, this guy wants to have coffee at 11 a.m. Okay, whatever. And I think I also, I don't know, I think... I had gone on some other, I'm not sure if I had gone on some other dates before you during that period, um, but I definitely was like, all right, I guess a coffee seems pretty friendly. And again, he was upfront about just not wanting anything. So I'm like, okay, then this is what not wanting anything is. It's coffees at 11 a.m. I can do that. But again, I was in a mental state where I was not necessarily in denial, but also like I would just take whatever I could and not that I was settling. <laughs> I don't don't, don't feel like... offended that I was settling. There's definitely an attraction, but I was like, okay, this is what he has to offer. Let's do it. But I think what I learned from that entire thing is that now I know what I want in these things. And I don't regret it because I had so much fun and I learned things. But also now I know that if someone tells me I don't want anything, I just go in together. I'm like, bye. Because I don't want to be like, I'm not wasting. Not that that was a waste of time. But right. the, the me right now knows that that's not what I want because I invest. Yeah. And I can't expect someone who doesn't want anything to invest. And right. so that was a great learning, great learning for me. Totally. And like you can't, I mean, from your point of view you can't go to something with the view that it might turn into something. If you're definitely looking for something, then you need to be looking for something that, and you need to be looking for somebody that has something to return straight away. Like I, I, the thing is like, it, it makes it sound like I'm an all or nothing kind of person. And I think what I learned from what this was, was that I could be okay with, because it was such a good like couple of months and I think I just need to listen to what the other person is saying. Right. Because if they say they want nothing, even if even if things do not seem that way, until the person says another thing, it's that thing. It's status quo. Right. And so... And that's really hard. Like It's it, hard. It was hard. It, and it's hard. it was hard for me to reconcile. Right. Yeah. Like the way that it was progressing, and like I totally... I'm totally at fault here as well because, like, it was super easy hanging out, super easy seeing you. It was super fun. And, like, it did it did go from, from nothing to, like, to something. And then I was like, oh, wait, whoa. Like, this is maybe going to cross a boundary here, which I'm not – I don't know if it was not willing to or not ready to or, like, not prepared to at that time, I guess, which is all sort of saying the same thing, that, like, it wasn't – Timing. It wasn't the right time for me to, to – to move on from where we got to to the next thing but like definitely the next thing would have been to be dating don't say that <laughs> don't say that but like but, but I mean no you're supposed to say no it was just I really I was, no was totally, nothing. Was nothing 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 I mean, so that's interesting you say it was from nothing to something because in my head whenever so I, I obviously the five girlfriends that listen to this 
That's right, pop that champagne bottle. Ooh, that's a great sound. Not, not, as, um, not as glamorous as I thought. Somehow we're having moe. I mean, this is like the fanciest drinks I've had thus far. Duty free. Uh, duty free. Uh, thanks for breaking your alcohol fast. Uh, but yeah, I think that I lost my train of thought. Thank, thank you so much for the champagne. Um, no, but I think that when I spoke about my experience with you to here, thank you. Some of my friends, I was telling him, well, it wasn't nothing. At least I felt it wasn't nothing, but it definitely wasn't something because it was not acknowledged in my head. Right. And so hearing from you that you thought that it was some, it wasn't anything. Right, I mean, it wasn't nothing, but it wasn't something. Exactly. So like, it was it a was, no man's It land. was a no man's land kind of situation, which... But what is that? Like, how do you define that? And exactly. And that's why it's so difficult for me to introduce you because, like, right. what... So whenever they go... They were like, so when did you last date? I'm like, I... I <laughs> what is that? What is that indeed? Yeah, so, yeah. What, is, what, is, what is dating? Like? What is dating? So, yeah, so that, that's a nice little progression to what is dating versus what is seeing someone versus what is hanging out. Yeah, right. And so, like, in... He's looking at notes, by the way, which is very, very cute. So, like, in the last episode, you, your friend... <laughs> Your friend was talking about, like, uh, the secret crazy or something. Yeah, like that's my the, cousin. Your cousin yeah, was talking yeah, yeah. about, like, the secret crazy. And, like, I feel like it was really eye-opening for you to, to hear that other people were doing that, like, had that, um, that like, direction, that drive, or, like, that, that idea of where they wanted to go, but were unable or unwilling to, to let that on for fear of scaring the other person off. And to go back to a strict, like... The Australia. norm in Australia is, like, you know every girl is looking for that. Like, unless you meet someone which is completely different to everyone else, you know that that's, like, what they want. Whereas here, I don't, I don't know. I Did you know? I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't grow up. Like, I don't no, know. No, no, I mean, so... Oh, did I know in, in Australia? In our, no, in Australia, yeah, you didn't know. But in our context, did you know that I was... Looking for something that there was some secret crazy going on. I mean, I felt like that there was definitely some desire on the other side, and I felt like I had to be really upfront with you and say, like, at the moment, I can't offer you that. Yeah. Like, and I, which you were from the start, to be fair. Totally, and I feel like the way that things did end was completely fair for you because you needed to, as you say, what you're looking for is what you're looking for, and at the time, I didn't have that to offer. I'm not saying that I had that to offer now or anything, but like. You know, like, All right, bye. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, see ya. Good episode. <laughs> so, I mean, like, <laughs> see ya. Here's the door. I've just gone. By the way, he's just recording this on his own now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. But basically, like, you know, uh, so, like, it, it started moving in that direction. And I was like, wow, like, I can't, I can't do this at the moment. And unwilling, unable, timing, whatever. So, like, I had to reiterate that point, and it was really hard because, I mean, I say it was really hard. In retrospect, it was hard looking back at that because, actually, it was kind of, this is going to sound super strange, but the first time in my life when I've actually been super honest about something like that at the point in time where I haven't, like, danced around it and just gone, oh, yeah, whatever, like, this will resolve itself later, even if it's not going the direction where I wanted to go. So I was like, look this is what I have to offer at the moment. And it, it, didn't, it didn't reconcile with what you wanted at the time. So you were like, look, I, I can't deal with that because 
whatever I want is what I want and what you're offering is not what I want, so I have to walk away. And, like, I totally respect that. This is disappointed, obviously, but completely respect that because, I mean, that's what you need, that's what you want. Yeah, no, and believe me, on my end, it was also quite difficult. Uh, I, I remember when I last saw you, I was like, okay, I'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I just never came back. But I did, <laughs> but I did tell you why I wasn't yeah, coming back. Yeah, Because at that point, I was like, no, I'm okay with this. I yeah. can do it. <laughs> I, I got I can, this. I got, I got this. this. But, uh, he doesn't want anything. Sure, I can do that. Even if inside I was like, I want something. Hmm. And not just specifically, I want something. It's like I wanted something with this guy and this guy didn't want it. And I think that was what was difficult for me is that balancing the what I want from what is being, like, would I continue denying myself of what I wanted with this person who is available for something that I wanted more of but wasn't emotionally or prepared to do that. So it was really, really, really shit. I'm, I guess on for both of us, apparently. Um, but yeah, shockingly okay. I mean, like, I think we were pretty adult about it. Totally. I mean, like, we didn't speak for three months, but I think that's pretty normal to have, like... <laughs> Did a, we not? Yeah, we totally didn't, but I think that's totally normal to have a, a cooling off and, like, a reassess and to be able to, like, just get your head back in, it, like, in yourself. Because even though it wasn't, it wasn't nothing and it wasn't something, like, it still was... A thing. Yeah, there was still some emotional... There's still some emotional, uh, like, connection there. And like when that's severed, it's you can't you can't just turn around and like, oh hey look, I mean I don't know what you're like, but for me I can't just turn around and be like, oh hey look, like there's the next there's the next emotional thing, like I, you know. So for me it was, but I don't know. I moped around for a while, whatever. And like after that, actually, moping, yeah, you totally, bite your ass off. Yeah, totally <laughs> bite my ass off. But I mean that's like for different reasons. But I completely got off all the apps and stuff after that. I was like, look, I. Don't, it's not really my gaff. Like, I don't really want to do that. And Me too. That's why I deleted them. I'm like, fuck this. Man, I can't so do this shit. anymore. Like, the landscape on there is just so, like... I know, and I feel like it sucks so hard that I'm like, why am I bothering on these apps? Totally. And like, Have you had... I mean, I'm, you don't have to share, but, like, I tried Tinder again because I wasn't on Tinder for the longest time, but it, it is the mass appeal. I mean, it has the most options horrible options but options nevertheless right um and i was just like fuck this is, this <laughs> is bad i mean i did go out on, as you heard i did go out on a couple of dates and i thought oh maybe, maybe. but yeah. nothing and then i transferred to okay cupid because i'm like maybe it's more serious you right. know maybe maybe here and still pretty well i only gave it two weeks but i'm impatient and then i transferred to bumble and i was just like wow so for for the listeners at home, if you're not like savvy with all the apps, <laughs> oh sorry, yeah, he, he's a responsible a podcaster here. Look at him, so expertly <laughs> introducing a topic. So, yeah, go ahead. So like Bumble, when you match with somebody, it's the same as Tinder. You both swipe right, you match, whatever. But then it's up to the female to say something within the first 24 hours, yep. and then the male has to respond within 24 hours. Yeah. Otherwise, the match disappears. Exactly, and and Mike did not respond to me in the next 24 hours. Oh, on Bumble. Yeah. Oh, I think I was overseas or something. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess that's not. Yeah. No, actually, this is like 
super convenient. <laughs> but what actually happened was I factory reset my phone mm-hmm. and like all of my apps came back, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that none of them had logged in. Mm-hmm. So then all of like everything was not logged in and I went to poor, use it. Poor girls that, you know, you just let go. Yeah. All, all these, all these all ladies. Those, all those matches that I was like having matches. riveting conversations yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Or you were about to. They were about to because 24 hours. You oh, yeah, your totally. Mind. So I missed all those conversations. All those, hey, what's up starters. Yeah, what's you know? up? <laughs> A nice picture. <laughs> were they specific as to which picture was nice? No, I'm joking. I like, thought your photo selection on Bumble was quite interesting oh, right. interesting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting I don't know I thought it was a nice variety right thanks yeah. but is that because you know me or because like no because I've seen your other profiles and I've seen the other <laughs> photo selections and I'm like oh I see he's mixing it up over here <laughs> oh that's hilarious yeah but it's true I mean I, yeah. I don't know what to say like I just <laughs> you don't have to comment on it no I'm talking about like apps and stuff I just like there's such an expectation to try and like impress people and like I just I feel like I'm just a bit of a boring person at the moment and I just want to have oh, like please. and I just but like, like I feel like I'm an interesting person but to get to know people is just so arduous it just takes so long and I just I feel like I don't want to invest that much time in, in like 50 people to maybe meet one look person look at him matching with 50 I don't people know. I definitely don't match with 50 people but like it's an exaggeration I uh-huh. mean you might have, say, like, four matches in a week. And then, like, of those four matches, you talk to two of them because two of them don't respond. And then of those two, you kind of have, like, an awkward three-message conversation with one person. The other person, you have a conversation which goes nowhere. And it's just, like, if you do that for three weeks or four weeks, then that's, like, 20 people. Exactly. And, and it's just, like, man, what the fuck? What's the point? Why? That's, I think, the point at where I'm in. But now I'm freaking knee-deep into this bullshit because I've bought, my siblings have bought me a mic. and Yeah, you're, you're all in now. I'm all in now. Now i got to freaking dig it because, like, people have made me a soundtrack. My little sister, my, my brother made oh, me. Yeah, totally. this, my brother made the song. My sister made the artwork. They gave me a mic. Like, how can I not Man, you're invest in. in this? Maybe you need to pivot the podcast into, like, something... No, but I think that something I... Something where you don't have to, like, date? be on this dating Yeah, no, 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 exactly. So I think, I think this is, like, interesting conversations about dating mm. and whether I date as actively as I want to push myself to date. I'm honestly freaking exhausted. It's end of quarter oh, one. And I'm so just bad. like, can I do this for three more quarters? Because I thought, like, maybe this year I'll do this podcasting thing given I feel like nothing is going to come of it. I mean, the dating portion. And so I'm like, might as well just talk to interesting people with cool dating stories. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate that you think that I'm an interesting person with cool dating stories or a cool person with interesting dating stories. I don't know. Uh, what, stop flattering yourself. No, I, think, <laughs> I think it was more of you had good notes for me and... I'm always happy to have... It's, I'm struggling for content. A lot of my friends are in... The people I had discussed and the people who probably listen to this are based in Manila. Yeah. And I'm not there. So I'm still trying to figure out how to record um, off like yeah. a Google Hangouts. Yeah, yeah. So you were my second choice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Makes me feel so special. I love being your second choice. It's always, of course not. You were first choice for episode four. First uh, choice for episode four. Yeah, but like... Yeah. Fourth choice overall. <laughs> no, of course not. You were in 20th, the 20th, 20th choice. choice overall. No, but I think I, I'm super... It's it's nice to catch up, and what a strange place to catch up recording it. Yeah, totally. 
what are you looking at? How, how much time uh, has yeah. this been? Yeah. yeah, it's been 36 minutes, but we're editing out like half of this conversation. Oh, okay, right, cool. So. I was just worried about like, do we keep talking about shit or do we keep going? But so, like, to move on from, like, I mean, we're going to chop and change here, but to go from like the the paradigm of dating on an app, like, it's so confrontational, and I think that's the problem that I find. Okay. It's like to be an interesting person at the first interaction, I mean, some people are super good at it. Like, I had friends in, in Sydney, and they could just talk to everybody. Like, in a room of 100 people, they would know 95 of those people by the time we left, even if we were there 20 minutes. I'm not a, I'm not a small talk person. Yeah, I can't do it. it. But, yeah. you know, like, of those 95 people, if I'd hang out with him every week, I'd meet, like three interesting people a week yeah and they might be like where is this friend maybe he should come move to Singapore oh man he had a baby and he's like all married up oh, and stuff damn. now but then he's gonna have like interesting friends who are all having babies and <laughs> married yeah <laughs> totally it no, works, I... works real well he's still in Australia yeah no I mean I think I, I do I do appreciate friends that are like that because then I just leech on them totally. and I'm like in for the ride um, and I think I did have some of those friends but they left but Interestingly, when you first messaged, when we first matched, I was in Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. And I was with that friend that I usually, not wing lady, more of like leech onto. Right. And she no, had wing, met, lady, wing lady. Wing, wing lady. Sorry. And she met her boyfriend on Tinder. Right. And they're living together now in Ho Chi Minh. So I was like, it works sometimes. Yeah, totally. But I it's mean, also like one in like a bazillion. Right. But like you have to be, like for me, like, it keeps coming back to this point of timing. Like... To, to find the right person is just like the right person at the right time because people are so dynamic as well like you change so much even week to week like one week you might be like yeah totally I'm going to give this I'm going to give this uh, interaction like my full energy and I'm going to be as open as possible and I'm going to be like as interesting as possible I'm going to try and find out as much right and then the next week you're just like oh hi exactly so I think you caught me in a good time because I was at a champagne brunch when yeah, you were messaging. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I had zero fucks to give. I was like, alright, let's just, because I'm usually a little more reserved or like, I am a little more wiry, I suppose. And I was like, I'm so drunk right now. I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. I remember the cab ride from coffee and you were going out afterwards. And like, I just remember being really surprised that like the interaction that we had like I felt a little bit not like we had a, a shunted conversation like I felt like we had a really interesting conversation but then when we were in the cab ride I'd already started like pondering like oh wow was was that actually interesting or was that like fake interesting or ooh fake interesting yeah so like you can meet people and you can like be totally interested in what they're doing and then like afterwards turn around and be like fuck that guy's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> so you were thinking whether I was acting the entire time? No, I was like, wow, was that like, was that like legit interesting? Like, am I actually, like, maybe this is, or maybe Self-esteem not. Self-esteem issues, all right. Yeah, perhaps. But then, like, like you snapped me back into it because you were like, hey, like, what do you, like, stop looking out the window. Like, let's, let's keep, uh, like, interacting here. Yeah, you were going to, you were, I was dropping you off at Stadium because you were going to pick up some. Yeah, it's a race know. the next day or something, yeah. right? Like, whatever. But And I was going to get my makeup done by my cousin. That's right, yeah. Who was on the podcast last oh, episode. Full so circle. Many, so many full circles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, it was just, it was just super, like, super nice to have a real interaction. And I was like, mm, that's cool. 
Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know what sort of catharsis this is bringing me right now. Like, this is a little, <laughs> a little too real for me. Too much. Too much, but hey, we all heal somehow. Uh, I heal by falling off my bike. That's how I heal. I know, and I both worry and... Uh, same old Mike. Yeah. Just plowing into danger. Totally. But yeah, that, that's, that's my... first even into everything. <laughs> At first. Clearly, we haven't had much luck on the apps, and at least I haven't. And I have been pondering just being a little more chill and pivoting, not necessarily the podcast, but in general, like my mindset about I still want it, but it's like, ah, oh, I know that I shouldn't just. I hate that, like, I talked to my cousin about it. It's like uh, the two schools of thought where you say yeah. nothing happens if you don't go for it, or it only happens when you're not looking. It's right. like, fuck it, I'm never gonna stop not wanting this totally so i guess it's all a matter of timing right but then like how do you reconcile wanting something but being patient enough to exactly. wait for it to come to being you? fucking passive and i am not passive least... but just patient with it i know i'm not patient either not i'm at neither all. patient <laughs> shut up i mean they're patient nor passive and so it's a conundrum I, I feel like the way that you say that it's to me it sounds like the chasingness is like the way that I chase a career. Like a career is something that I would chase because a career is never just going to happen upon you. Exactly. And that's how I, I described it in another episode where I treat it like a job. You right. know, like I'm applying. Yeah. I am putting my best foot forward and yet clearly it's not working for me. So I'm kind of just at that point, not necessarily giving up, but more of just like, ugh. Take a back seat to it. Like enjoy Ish. the ride a little I bit. I am. Though. I mean, I am enjoying the non-ride that it is, given but, there is nothing happening. But I mean, that's still part of the ride, right? I guess like, so. Lining up is part of the ride. It is. I Imagine guess. this, like in two months, 12 months, two years, like you finally get to the front of the line and it's your turn to jump on the ride and it's a roller coaster for the rest of your life. Maybe. Or just for, I don't know, a second. Well, but maybe. yeah, I mean, I. But I'm what if that second is like 99 years and you like, you blink and it's over? What? Damn, that was deep, son. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the 99-year roller coaster. Right. I think you just named the episode. The 99-year roller coaster. coaster. Yeah, I I wish. I I prefer, I always tell my friends, I always prefer something flat rather than like an up and down like feeling of like highs and lows. I'd rather just be chill. Yeah, but like you can be chill and have like good feelings and bad feelings. Can I though? Yeah, totally. Like, how can you? Okay, so I ask you this then: How do you, how can you? It's going to sound sciencey, but how can you quantify a good feeling without having a bad feeling to compare it to? I know. I think I've had a lot. I think we've both had lots of bad feelings to quantify this to, and it's like, can it just be good from now on? And I know that's not something that is going to happen. And I think being in this journey towards finding a relationship is a lot of bad. Because one of my friends said, Chantel, who still probably hasn't heard any of these. Um, Hi, Chantel. <laughs> she's like, you only have to get it right once. Totally. And it's like, uh, but how many more times? Right. Yeah. But then maybe... And it's, yeah, but maybe what? Maybe then that's like the, the roller coaster analogy again. Like maybe you don't have to get it wrong so many times. Maybe you just kind of have to wait for, the wait drop. for you to get it, to, wait yeah. for it, wait for for it to be right, wait for you to get the right one. The right one, right time. Right. Right guy, right time. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Patience was never my virtue. Never. Never. 
<laughs> As if it's yours. Not at all. Exactly. I'm the worst. <laughs> Man, I can't wait like 10 minutes to go home at work. And oh, like... I'm so sorry. This has been going on for like 30 plus minutes now. Oh, yeah, I should just end this. Yeah. End it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking out. So I see the door. <laughs> yeah, did you want to uh, impart some final words of wisdom on my five listeners who are all probably blood related? Mm, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're probably not blood related. I don't really have anything else to say. I think we've covered a lot. I think, we I, have, yeah. I think I've gone full circle like 15 times. So. We have. I think we've gone like concur. What do you call those? Con concentric circles. Yeah. yeah. We just keep getting wider and wider. I mean, and there you go, like, to go back. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Yeah, like the consistently inconsistent, like that's how my mind works. So like I just kind of go, like not around, like I'm always moving, but like I'm always around the point and the point, point's always moving. So like I'm always hashing something in the future, something in the past, something left, something right. You know, that's just the way life is. Move forward, move backwards. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy that fucking 99-year roller coaster. 99-year... One, yeah, one second. 99-year roller, roller coaster. coaster. I think the 99... The one-second roller coaster sounds better, no? Yeah. yeah so let's keep it at that. Uh, so again, I want to thank Mike for coming on and exposing himself so honestly, and I hope honestly, just kidding, uh, for hosting me uh, and a bottle of champagne. It's quite the uh, treatment. Uh, you can visit his cycling journey on ironmikemusing.com and maybe see him win a race if you're ever in Singapore and are into cycling. All right. Thanks, guys. for Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. And thanks for having me. <laughs> anytime. Maybe next time. Well, maybe two years down the road. If, if I'm still freaking doing this, I hope not. But yeah. Episode 300. I'm going to pencil myself in. Yeah. We'll pencil him for episode 300. Um, writing that down. So I hope you guys enjoyed that really long-ass, cathartic, full-circle roller coaster conversation. It was honestly a lot better than I had. I didn't really think about how that first meeting would be after a long time, and it turned out to be pretty cathartic and roller coastery, and just another full circle in this thing called life. Thanks again to Mike for coming on and for sharing his thing. I had like 15 minutes more of conversation with him and I'll probably include that in the next episode because it was interesting, but just this is running a little too long, let's be honest. Thanks again, everyone, and I hope to see you guys next time. Happy quarter two. Thanks. <laughs>